Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Katie J. Pearson and Hal, you're locked into Soho Radio, and I'm joined in the studio by Jakarta people, Rob and Aaron. Hey, hey guys. Hey, Georgie. You have been on the show before, but via Zoom because it was. We have, yeah. COVID times. <laughs> it was COVID times. Um, but I'm really glad to have you, yeah, have you back in and like IRL as well. How are you guys doing? Yeah, good. It's so nice to be here. Yeah. First time I've been in the studio, actually, at all. So love this place yes. we've walked past you know for years now so it's so nice yeah yeah i remember uh, that zoom was like right in the middle of lockdown wasn't it mm, so that mm. was yeah that we, was... we were kind of right in the middle of it weren't we yeah. um but but yeah i mean you were you were one of the artists of a few amazing artists that i discovered in that pandemic time and you kind of came out of that pandemic time as jacana people didn't you like sort of, yeah we did yeah, it's, yeah. it all started in you know lock, lockdown for us so um, yeah, it's really nice now we're kind of out and about and can be meeting everyone who've been chatting to for two years and yeah, yeah. able to actually connect and, and play shows exactly, to people yeah, yeah. and do your thing. Um, so you guys are back with a, with a new EP, um, which you've made with Neil Cowley. So I actually played, uh, and the Lake Wars, which was the first taster of this collaboration with Neil. Um, yeah. but for, I guess, firstly, just kind of, just for people that haven't come across Jakarta people, tell me a bit about your story, how you started making music together. And then when the Neil Cowley collaboration and meetup came into play. Sure, Rob, do you want to? Um, well, yeah, we kind of, we've been making music together for kind of way 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 back kind of from indie bands when we were in school and we kind of gradually moved towards the electronic space and we were in a band before that didn't work out and then the pandemic hit and we kind of left with all this time on our hands and we kind of just started producing loads and loads and loads in like kind of the first few months of the pandemic and we kind of mm. were sitting on all this material that we kind of just started to put out fairly casually and then it kind of picked up traction pretty quickly didn't it really? yeah yeah it was just it was like a way of exploring and expressing ourselves and keeping busy and sane and all of that stuff mm -hmm. uh, like i'm sure it was for a lot of people making music and yeah so we were doing that kind of rolling like that was ticking along and then we met neil in spring last year i think we had a semi not allowed writing session i think we, we jumped <laughs> in the studio <laughs> and uh yeah it was just something we had like our managers knew each other kind of thing and thought it'd be fun and we got in with neil and it was just yeah we just really clicked hit it off and wrote that track and the lake was that went on an ep we put out this may yes um and then we went in four more times with neil yeah. to write what is the ep that we're kind of here to talk about and it, it became the minor cycles project which is what that we've named our collaboration mm -hmm. um 
So yeah, that's kind of a rough summary of where we're at. With yeah, him. yeah, yeah. And it seemed like, I mean, he even wrote kind of in the PR that it just everything just happened so quickly. You know, like all these tracks just happened mm. so organically, so kind of quickly and effortlessly almost in the studio that actually the thing that took the most time was deciding what to call them and yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, I like did. all of that, <laughs> that the admin it, yeah. side of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what was it? Can you describe that those studio sessions? Like, what was it about it that felt so free and sort of yeah organic? I, you know I, what I mean I think for both of us it was kind of a bit of respite from like our own respective stuff which we kind of you know spend a lot of time on each track and agonize over a bit whereas as, do, of, as does Neil yeah, yeah yeah so just coming together it kind of freed up the process you weren't kind of thinking too much about everything being perfect it's just kind of like you have this day let's see what we can get done and then at the end of it you know that's that mm. um, yeah it was it was just really fun Neil is such a free kind of liberating energy to be in the studio with because he's so not precious mm. about anything it's just you know neil is obviously has a history of just making wonderful records with amazing artists and he's done so many amazing things himself it's you know but he comes in with no pretense and there's no pressure he's just a really happy energetic creative kind of force which is a joy to be around in the studio and he yeah he just really encouraged us to make noise and make sound and let's not think too hard about it and mm. and that's often when you find that oh look at that eight hours is gone we've made a track and we're gonna be you know home in time for dinner or whatever <laughs> you know, that kind of thing without agonizing and you know yeah. you feel good coming out of it as well just yeah. a, a cruisy nine to five situation yeah, exactly. <laughs> no like that, yeah. no sort of like 72 hour yeah, writing session yeah. pulling your hair out None and just that, feeling yeah. like really uh really stressed about it no, it sounds like a great it sounds like it just came together really great and i think you do sort of hear that in the music um talk also about how landscape kind of imaginary landscape or actual physical landscape tied in with the inspiration sure yeah i mean yeah. it was we we didn't really have many briefs or like input going into the session it was often like this is a cool bit of kit let's let's play with that but we were as we started to get a nugget of an idea we we'd think okay well what what does this look like if we close our eyes what does this sound like this bit of synth or what neil was playing on piano we'd we do it like that. So Tundra, which is the first single from the EP, mm. we kind of imagined kind of expansive icy landscape with whatever we were hearing at the time. I can't even remember if what we were hearing ended up on the final mm. track, but it was often mm. like we just get a get a mood and atmosphere and try and imagine Tundra as some kind of visual landscape. Yeah, it's mm. yeah, I think more broadly, like obviously the tracks are all instrumental, so we're not kind of being led by like a lyrical piece of inspiration. So you kind of look elsewhere for like the mood of the track and what you're trying to kind of get across with with your instrumentation. Mm. And what are your plans live and also with new Japana people? Like what are you guys working on? Because I know you always have stuff. We do. Yeah, just, you know, a stash of stuff that you're <laughs> getting through. So where are you at? So we've kind of got a special minor cycles moment that's happening next week that mm -hmm. I can't really tell people about yet, but there'll hopefully be some something to look at yeah well, so by the time the ep comes stay out tuned stay tuned to the that. socials for um, that yeah and jacana people stuff kind of takes over pretty quickly because we're we're going up to lost village to play the festival there cool and then we're into a load of live stuff which hasn't been announced in september and yeah a run of jacana people music that is coming kind of from september till the end of the year exciting that we're really excited about so that is that will be yeah 
big for us, hopefully. And are you sticking with the EP format as you've done so far, or are you, you know, working towards that first record, that first studio full length? I think it's always in the back of our mind, the full length. It's not coming immediately, but we are writing things now which we may be putting aside for that moment. Or Yeah. At, I mean, at the moment, we're looking at some singles to kind of take us to the end of the year, we think. And there should be, like, maybe another EP moment next year, but then... From there, maybe we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do. It? I don't know. Yeah, I think we're still kind of at quite like an explorative phase of what we're doing. It's kind of nice being able to try various different things before you kind of land on something more long form. Yeah, so we're, we're just enjoying experimenting. And I wonder, having come out of the pandemic, obviously we can dance again, we can go to festivals again. It's all completely back. I wonder, mm. has that affected things as well? Are you kind of leading towards making the more ravier side of what you do just because of really you know being back in that world yeah i mean yes is the answer to that. Yeah. we we have some tracks that we're sitting on that definitely look a bit more to the to the club and to to getting people moving um you know everything we do is kind of with our filter over it that you can't whatever that is it's mm. not necessarily we're trying to make a big club banger or a warehouse rave number or, you know but we're definitely threading some of that in and that may be a part of what we're putting out in the next kind of six months. It's hard not to go to a, a show or a festival and kind of be inspired and kind of imbibe yeah. that I mean, next time you go and write it. So. Yeah. Especially yeah. as we're playing live shows now and we're seeing what makes the difference and it is often those ones that kind of have a bit more edge, a bit more thump yeah. to them. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely going to be, it's informing itself in kind of a, in a cycle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's exciting. It's been so good sort of just being back to like at Glastonbury or Fortet headline the park stage. Mm. Yeah. It's just like all the lasers and everyone just having such a good time. And it just, oh, it's so good to be able to. And actually, I've seen so many good electronic. Mm. So Bonobo at Royal Albert Hall and John Hopkins at Royal Albert Hall. Oh, amazing. That was like last year, Bonobo mm. this year. Oh my gosh, so yeah, many we, good we games. We yeah. Did you go? Yeah. yeah. So Wasn't it far so out? It was, it like, was just. Just it being in the Royal Albert yeah. Hall and then that, just that, just, yeah. oh my God. The strings wow. were so good as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was so, so good. Huge so it's exciting. Well, it's exciting that, yeah, there'll be there'll be some live shows to go check you, check you guys out. Because I guess coming out of the pandemic and stuff, like, yeah, like you said at the beginning, um, you're able to do that now. Was it quite a special thing, though, when you did put out those first early tracks? And then suddenly you're like, you know, we're in lockdowns and you're kind of just working out of the studio, just you two. And then you're seeing it get picked up and played on national radio and like embraced by people. Was that really special? Yeah, I mean, it was it was unbelievable for us, mm. really. We were very touched and it was emotions very heightened at the time for a lot of us in our personal lives anyway. So mm. it was amazing to have the kind of being able to do that with Rob and then seeing that translate and seeing you know, people come through who enjoy it and engage with it and want to kind of correspond with you and communicate. It's a very humbling thing. And I think, you know, we d we certainly didn't start the project, you know, to with that aim, but it's, it's very gratifying to see fans and to see people like into it, you know, and, and seeing that kind of follow through with the live show and things like that. It's, you know, and being here talking to you, Georgie, it's like, oh. it's really nice. That, <laughs> that is, it's kind of, we've had that follow yeah. through and we're, we're now, we're out of it and we're yeah. got loads of new stuff to talk about and that's that's awesome. Yeah, stuff's coming full circle kind yeah. of thing. Uh, well, we should play, let's play a little oldie. Farah was one of the first tracks that I think I played by you guys when I discovered your music. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we should we should leave on this. 
Uh, Robin Aaron from Chicana People, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having us. us. Everybody go check out this Minor Cycles EP Mm. out next Friday. Next Friday. Um, And anything anything that you can say about Farah? Memories. This was was a really important track for us at the time. Mm. It was like we were kicking things into gear. Yeah. First year, Chicana People, you know, out of the way and... I remember this being a big moment for us. So, mm. yeah, it's, it'll be nice to hear it, actually. <laughs> well, we'll crank it up here and, uh, yeah, implore you to do the same, nice anyone fun. listening. Uh, thank you so much, Chicana people. Thanks. Thank you.